Before we get into the episode, I just want y'all to make sure y'all take out y'all notepads. We're going to be talking with LaShanta. She's going to be giving y'all the business credit sauce. She quickly growing on IG, so go ahead and follow her on there. I think when we did the interview, she had like, she had way less followers than she has now. So, you know, y'all tap in, you know what I'm saying? Reach out to her while y'all can. So make sure y'all take notes, pay attention, enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. As Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, I got a special guest today. Her name is LaShanta. And basically, um, EPA Financial was created by two sisters, LaShanta and is it Latiasha? Latasha? Leticia. Leticia. Hey, yes. Witherspoon. <laughs> Are we going to keep recording? After That's launching right. their flagship company, LLG Transportation Consultants, they knew something was missing. Financial resources for small businesses. With 13 plus years of experience working in the financial industry, they knew this was a combination the trucking industry as well as other industries needed, not only to start their company, but to successfully expand their businesses uh, by building and capitalizing on business credit. Mm -hmm. So they believe equipping entrepreneurs to succeed by educating them on tax saving solutions, how to build business credit and how to utilize working capital so businesses can thrive in any economy. Welcome to the podcast, LaShanta. How are you feeling? I am feeling great, Michael. Thank you so much for having me. I definitely appreciate it. No No problem. No problem. My bad for butchering your sister's name. Where's your sister at? Uh, she's not here, so I primarily run the company. She's just a part of it for the most part. So, honey, you ain't gonna hear too much business credit out of her, okay? okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's our trucking guru. Now, you ready for a trucking interview? Like that is your girl. So, okay, um, I'm yeah. more so on the financial side, and she's the um, trucking, the innovation side. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, definitely, definitely. So, can you tell us about you know you? Just tell us maybe how you grew up. Tell mm-hmm. us you know, how you got into credit things like that. Absolutely. So we grew up in a very, very small town in um, Alabama. So okay. the city that I'm actually from, well, the county, because <laughs> it's not a city, that I'm actually from is called Alberta, Alabama. So that's very close to like, people may be familiar with like Selma, Alabama. Um, yep. So things of that nature, right? So that's where we grew up. Um, and I came basically to Dallas in 2017. So grew up in Alabama, went to college, obviously. Um, I got my MBA, so I got my undergrad, obviously, in uh, finance, and then I got my MBA from the University of North Alabama. So after that, I was like, I'm done with Alabama. I am moving to Dallas, right? So yeah. moved here to Dallas for job opportunities and all that great stuff. Um, so I went into nonprofit for about four years as a senior accountant, and I was pretty much done with that, <laughs> Okay. I was done with that. And so I decided to become um, a full-time entrepreneur. So I became a full-time entrepreneur in uh, July of 2000 and uh, what year are we in? 2022, so 2021. So it's been a little bit over a year, almost a year and a half that I've been a full-time entrepreneur. Um, So the ironic part of all of this, as far as with EPA Financials, it was a different name initially. And this Mm -hmm. business was supposed to be bookkeeping and accounting. 
Um, so yeah, so I just thought I was like, you know what? Mm, no, when I say pay for classes and everything, right? But I was like, that's not my thing. I, I'm not feeling this, you know. Yeah. And so as I got more into business credit and things of that nature, being um, coming from Alabama, I used to be a loan officer for about six or seven years. So mm -hmm. financial services was my thing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm kind of going to transition this thing. And I decided to go full term into um, business credit, teaching people all about business credit and business mm -hmm. funding and just financial literacy in general. And it has been a beautiful thing ever since. So very passionate about just teaching in general, just financial literacy and how important it is, especially for our small businesses in our community. Mm, that's, dope. Yeah. that's dope. So did you grow up like being educated about credit? Because, you know, a lot of times in the Black community, it's not a thing growing right. up. Yeah. So no. where did that start? No, it's, you know what? I, I just think I'm like a Black sheep. Like <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. like, you know, well, I don't know if you've been like that, but I have always been a person, no matter if going to college and all these great things, I knew ultimately like I was going to lead into entrepreneurship. I didn't know how and I didn't know when, but mm -hmm. we did not grow up around um, business credit or credit just in general. But I've always had that mindset of I need to make sure my personal credit is good. Mm -hmm. um, even in college, I had like one credit card. So mm -hmm. I was not getting to credit card debt. I just knew like, I can't, this don't even sound good, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Being from the country, a lot of people wouldn't know that. But mm -hmm. it was just something I feel that was already instilled in me, right? Mm -hmm. And that I just knew early on, I did not want to go into any sort of major debt and mm -hmm. things of that nature. So my father knew nothing about personal credit or business credit. My dad, honestly, is just learning about business credit, like now, right? My mm -hmm. mom still have no idea what I'm even talking about half right. of the time when I'm yeah. explaining it to her, so... <laughs> I guess just to answer the question, no, um, it was just something that I just grew to love, I guess. And I already knew early on how important uh, personal credit was. And ultimately, I knew it would be the same situation when it comes down to business credit. So, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So, was it like any environment you were in? Was it just because you started doing a financial? I'm trying to figure out like where it started. Yeah, well, you know? I mean, honestly, like I said, just, okay, going to, I, I already knew, obviously in college, I was doing financials, right? Yeah. So I was in finance and things of that nature. And yeah. I can't even tell you in school because initially my background was going to be in like computer science. And I was like, uh, oh. no, nah, that, that's definitely not the thing. And so I was like, let me, I knew I wasn't good in accounting. Like yeah. how in the world you transition from a loan officer to an accountant, it's above me. Right. Yeah. But um, I knew I wanted to learn more, I guess. I knew I wanted to know more about financial literacy and not growing up around it. Um, I had to do something. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it was just really led to me to go into the field of financial, um, mm -hmm. especially in college. So just seeing it, I didn't learn a lot, honestly, in college when it came down to um, understanding, you know, how to budget, understanding yeah. what, you know, what credit is, all of these great things. Mm -hmm. I really think just outside of that, just, you know, going through the process of life and just deciding to do my own research, just start doing a lot of research myself, um, start reading a lot of books, start going, you know, like YouTube, different things like that, just understanding the possibilities of credit, right? And how important it is and being able to just teach that to others. So I've always been like a good budgeter. 
So gotcha. even when I was little, I never spent all my money. So my dad give us money all the time. I never spent all my money. Mm-hmm. I always was a saver. I always just understood the value of, okay, I need to keep a dollar. Yeah. And I think that's just growing up when you're, you know, when you come from a poverty environment, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have much. Okay. So yeah. I, if my dad provides this to me, I have to be able to hold on to that. Right. So I just always had that type of uh, budget mindset, like a very mature, responsible um, thing about myself, even since I was like nine years old. So that's why I said I can't really tell you. I think it was just something that was just gifted to me. We're gonna, we're gonna say it was God. We're gonna say yeah, God. it definitely was God because <laughs> you can ask my dad. He know me. Like who's gonna keep a dollar? Is me. All right, I'm not gonna be broke. Yeah, <laughs> Even yeah. to this day, I keep that same mentality. Okay. You know? okay. So yeah. Okay. No, I think that's definitely dope. So I know most people like they're just like, okay, I know about credit. Credit is important and all that, but they don't really know the importance of like personal credit. And I would say even more to the extent of business credit is even more one of those topics where it's just like people might not know about it. People might not know about the importance of it. Can you just elaborate on maybe just the importance of business credit? Like just letting the list, let's say I'm a listener. I know, okay, personal credit is cool. I hear people saying business credit, pay the X, this, that, and the third, but like, why should I even care about business credit? You know? Absolutely. So first off, business credit, like your business can handle way more debt, right? Mm-hmm. Your business can handle way more debt than your personal credit can. So we know when we're dealing with personal credit, credit utilization is a major thing. Yeah. Same concept when it comes down to business credit, but it doesn't, it's not as detrimental as it is with personal credit. So you're able to have very large uh, credit limits um, as far as the balances and things of that nature. The only matters when it comes to business credit is paying that debt right so if you spend twenty thousand you need to be able to pay that twenty thousand back in order for it to help with your uh credit history all right and just being able to separate your personal assets from your business assets right so your personal debt from your business debt again it just boils down to being able for your business to handle that type of debt so large transactions um large, large credit limits and things of that nature when it comes down to um business credit Right. Um, and just in general, as far as with business credit, just the the possibilities, the leverage that you're able to have when it comes down to business credit. So mm-hmm. being able to, you know, have things strictly in your business name and yeah. not be associated with your personal credit at all. Right. That's a huge advantage. And also, obviously, taxes. Right. So your tax write offs, your deductions different things of that nature is a major big part of having a business and having that business credit because Mm -hmm. you can write off your courses, you can write off eBooks, you can write off training, Mm -hmm. you know, um, your vehicles in your business name. If you have properties that is in your business name, all of these things uh, boils down when it comes down to your deductions of your business, which is a beautiful thing, right? So you can Mm -hmm. literally write off almost your whole life Mm -hmm. (laughs) when it comes down to business credit, um, right? And so you just have way more, I feel like I've looked, not obligations, but you have more leeway, I'll say. You have way more leeway when it comes down to business credit versus your personal credit. So mm-hmm. I just like to keep those things separated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just very important that when you build in the business credit that we also don't neglect our personal credit. Mm-hmm. Because when you're first getting started in you know personal credit and business credit, then you still got to kind of, you know, deal with your personal side as well because the better your personal credit score is the quicker basically you're able to get those high credit limits when it comes Mm -hmm. down to business credit Mm -hmm. so 
Um, a lot of people, I feel, neglect the fact of, yeah, your personal credit is definitely still important when you're first starting building. So I'll say in like three to four years or so, like as you're growing your business credit profile a little bit higher, then, okay, we can kind of, you know, eliminate altogether your personal and then just focus more so on the business. Okay, definitely. And what you said too kind of brought me to my next thing I was going to ask you, because I know a lot of people are like, don't worry about your personal, just get the business. You can do non-PG, this, that, and the third. And some people are like, okay, let's use the personal to, you know, do PG because yeah. we can leverage that personal to right. get the business to the next level. So can you speak on that a little bit as, yes. as far as, you know, that topic? Absolutely. So the ultimate goal is not to PG, right? Yeah. So your ultimate goal in business credit is to not PG. However, um, like I was saying, if you're wanting those major business credit cards, so when it comes down to your American Express, Mm -hmm. um, your Chase credit cards, your mm -hmm. Capital One credit cards, Bank of America, things of that nature, then you have to PG on those cards because these are major banks that we're dealing with. So mm -hmm. they're not working too much <laughs> with just your business right now. Yeah. Like to me, to them, it's like, I can't fully trust that yet until you're like, have um, that tenuredness in your business. Mm -hmm. um, so when it comes to major credit cards and stuff, yes, you will have to PG on those particular credit cards. However, when it comes to those business credit cards that are no PG, which means that will be strictly in your business name, right? And your social security number is not attached to that at all. So those are your like your Divi credit cards, Hatch, yeah. Mercury, you know all about that, right? So when it comes down to those cards, you can strictly base it off of your business. However, like I still explain to people, you they still some way somehow look at your personal side right mm -hmm. so they it's a soft pool in just verifying your identity but they still are looking at your personal credit so to me a lot of people are like well what is a decent credit score so if you have at least a 680 or above that is considered a decent score and you can pretty much get very you know very much so as far as approvals um way better if you have like a 650 or something like that that's kind of pushing it <laughs> sometimes yeah. when it comes to it. Now, you, that doesn't mean you're going to be fully denied, but I I want people to build, right? So regardless if you're building a business credit or not, you need to have a solid personal credit profile, right? It needs to be structured. Mm -hmm. It needs to be, you know, low credit utilization and things of that nature. So your personal credit definitely still matters when you're building business credit initially, but then at some point, it's not even going to matter anymore because your profile is going to be so solid that you know, it's not even a factor. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Okay, so I've been vocal about, you know, different personal credit cards that I like. I know you're in the business uh, lane. This is actually my well, like one of my favorite business credit cards, you know, the Amex or whatever. Yes. Can we get into some <laughs> of your favorite uh, business credit cards? Yes, so the that credit card, so the Amex Platinum is my favorite. The okay. Amex Gold um, business card is my favorite as well. Okay. Um, the Chase Unlimited cards, anything that's Chase related, they are, they mm -hmm. have really great credit cards as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of people like, okay, well, if I got the, well, you want to use your, your credit, uh, your, your business credit cards because of the benefits, right? So those perks, those discounts, those cashback rewards, all of that yeah. great stuff, you can literally pay for a whole trip, you know, just mm -hmm. based off of your points on your credit cards. Yes. So I, I absolutely love my American Expresses. They are my top cards, right? But a lot of people have to also realize, Michael, as well, the importance of understanding what type of card you have. Is it a charge mm -hmm. card? Can you carry mm -hmm. balance? Mm -hmm. Different things of that nature. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. 
right? Yeah. And they just get to using all these cards and honey, like it's a mess. <laughs> so yeah, <right. laughs> try to pay it back. But I also don't sleep on my Capital on Tap. Absolutely love Capital on okay. Tap. Mm-hmm. Um, credit card as well. So even though that one is a PG card, it's a soft pull of personal and business credit, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also one of my top cards um, as well when it comes down to business. So yeah. <laughs> okay, definitely, definitely, definitely. So as far as EPA financial. So do you guys, I wanted to talk a little bit more about it. Do you guys do funding for people? Do you like recommend do you help people build their business credit? Can we get more information for the listeners? Absolutely. So as far as what we do, so when it comes to business credit, so yes, we help you to be able to build your business credit. So what that means will be, I give you the guys, whether it's an ebook, of course, or through our coaching program, right? So mm-hmm. I provide you guys a guide of how you can build your business credit, give you the step-by-steps on that. Um, and I also do consultations. So I, I pretty much at this point, like do a consultation every day. Um, okay. And that's more so for those individuals that are stuck in their business, right? So if you're stuck in your business, you have no direction, you don't know where to go, you have started building business credit, you're stuck. So that's what I assist with when it comes down to the consultations. Um, and so again, we have the ebooks that we offer as well. I, I have a course that is step-by-step instructional course um, mm-hmm. for individuals as well. And then um, I also have a coaching program that is actually going to begin on November the 21st. So this okay. is going to be the very first coaching program. So I'm super excited about it for my students. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get it popping. So the funding part of it. Um, so what I do is basically I kind of get an analysis of where the person is in their business and what you're looking for, gotcha. right? Because when it comes down to business funding, you do need to have some sort of revenue, your personal mm-hmm. credit matters, all these great things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just get, you know, the forms and stuff. And then from that point forward, I got the person along the way. So mm-hmm. based off what your criteria are, I'm like, okay, you are able to get, you know, a cash advance funding or an invoice factoring or startup mm-hmm. money or whatever the case may be. So that's how it works when it comes down to the working capital part of it, mm-hmm. um, of what we offer. And then also to be able to form businesses. So I form strictly only the LLCs. So if a person needs to have a business form, I can also assist with that area. And then once we form your business, it's time to build. Okay. Yeah, it's time yeah, to build yeah. from that point. Right. So yeah. that's, that's pretty much what we offer as of right now in EPA financials. Okay, cool. So I want to speak for let's say I'm I'm let's say I'm the listener that I want to get into business but I don't even know what type of business I want. Do you assist with that as well or I got to come up with something? Um so will that be more so like the business name, the LLC, like what No, this what, a type like of business. Structure. What if what if I'm just like I come to you, I'm just like Lashanta, I'm trying to be rich in life but I don't even know what I want to do. You feel me? So <laughs> what should I what kind of business do you recommend I do? So, I mean, we don't per se, I guess, assist with it. I can, but I also be very mindful of what I assist and coach on, right? Because when it comes down to certain things, like I would suggest your CPA, right? When it comes down to, okay, what do you think is the the best structuring of my business? Well, I can tell you what my thoughts are. However, I don't know what the direction of your business may be in. So even that visual, I feel like to your CPA or someone of that nature is a more reasonable thing. Because they are the ones who potentially is going to help you with your tax strategies and different things like that, depending on what type of business you have. But, you know, the usual and the typical is the LLCs, right? Starting with your LLC and then being able to advance from that. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel even when it comes down to S-corps and C-corps and things like that, I don't educate more on that anymore. 
because mm -hmm. once I actually got my own personal CPA, who was also a tax, a tax advisor, she was like, you know, people, everybody's going around saying things about this escort, but do you know when it's beneficial for you or mm -hmm. not beneficial? Some people jump in and look too fast, but you're not actually profitable, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we set up the LLC. So I instruct about the LLCs and things of that nature, whether it's single member, multi-member, you know, things of that nature, the simplicity of the things. But when it gets too complicated, I'm shipping you right to the CPA or okay. you can go to your accountant. Um, okay. But it's good, I feel, to have a sense of direction to be able to assist a person. So if I just have to, like if it's not getting too technical, then I can definitely sit in a consult with that area. Okay, sounds good. And I know that I would say majority of my listeners, if we're talking about a business aspect, would probably be closer to, you know, maybe credit repair. Some people might be trucking, Turo, you know, stuff like that. Are those typically what you come across? Like, what, like typically what type of businesses do you see yourself helping? I know you mentioned trucking. Yeah, so okay. we mainly have trucking, of course. Trucking, so, okay. Yeah, so the type of business we have is a trucking consulting business. So we don't own trucks or anything like that. We actually help people start the trucking companies. Gotcha. Right? So we'll assist them with the, basically like the back office support in the compliance portion. Mm -hmm. So they call us the compliance queens and things like that. So that's a okay. whole other topic. Okay. But, um, <laughs> so that's what we do on that side. So I would say mainly trucking, just small business in general. I don't have a specific niche um of who I assist because I can assist in all industries because mm. if it, when it comes to business credit that applies to every industry Everybody. Right? Yeah. yeah so it really it really doesn't have a you know a specific one that if you need assistance with business credit honey I got you so okay. yeah that's what I do okay and I was just curious what does the EPA stand for um every penny accounts <laughs> so oh, okay okay every penny accounts okay that's what's yes. up Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, so as far as, I was just curious about your coaching program. I know you have a lot of offers. So you have, um, you said you have like a guide to help people build their business credit, which is like an ebook. You also have a coaching program that's starting on the 21st. Um, this this episode is going to air way after that. So I don't know if there's going to, is there going to be another like cohort replays or how does that? Um, So it'll be another round in January. So it's okay. basically every quarter that I'll be doing. Oh, okay. okay, so after this, like, so to end what January the 21st. So after that, okay, the next round will be coming, right? So um, in the coaching program, I'm basically, it's going to be webinars, right? So I'm going to literally show my students how to do certain things. So if they need to understand how to apply for a credit card or the Amazon pay by invoice or any of that type of stuff, we would pretty much have class, right? Um, and then we'll have bi-weekly Q&A sessions, one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching sessions, things of that nature. So just really being able to be that that clutch to them, you know, that individual, so I can make sure they're held responsible and accountable and being intentional about building because mm -hmm. people can just get eBooks and courses and things like that. And they really do nothing with them, right? So I feel that some people, that's why they get into these coaching programs or mm -hmm. mentorship programs because they need, literally they need you to hold their hand, like guide them along the way. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's pretty much what I will be assisting with. So it'll be more so a coaching versus like a mentorship type of thing. Okay. Is it like a four weeks, eight weeks? Or how, how long? Um, it's a three month program. So I do oh, a three month, month program. program. Mm -hmm. okay. It's a three month program. Um, so, you know, by weekly Q and a sessions, um, monthly one-on-ones, different things of that nature. Um, so three whole months, they have me <laughs> okay, okay. Um, teaching them a lot though. But at the end of the program, my ultimate goal is to make sure that we, they are leaving with at least six figures in funding, 
right? Mm -hmm. And making sure that their personal credit is intact, mm -hmm. um, that you have your, your business credit scores, that you have applied for at least two to three credit cards, right? No PG cards, major credit cards. So yeah. I need you to leave all the way together, right? I need you to, to be um, solid <laughs> by the time you need yeah. this program. And because that's the ultimate goal, I don't want to leave them um, empty-handed. And they also leave with a call to action plan. So I need yeah. you to continue on with this process even after our three-month um, program so I can make sure you will be successful starting for 2023. Okay, perfect. And how can my listeners, if they're, you know, interested, get on maybe like the waiting list for the, for the next one? Like, do they just um, DM you? Like, how does it work? Yeah, they could definitely DM me. Um, I do actually have a coaching program wait list as well. Um, okay. So I can put it in my link tree, which is on my Instagram page or Facebook. I just have the link tree on all platforms. Gotcha. So if anyone is interested, then they can just join the wait list. Um, or if they want a more direct, they can DM me. You know how the world works now. So you can just yeah, yeah, or send me a messenger or whatever it may be. And or they can just email me as well. So you can email me at info at epafinancialsolutions.com as well. Okay, cool. And I'll have all your information in like the description and all that. Perfect. Perfect. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna ask you something. Oh yeah, business credit. So okay. let's say, let's say, like I don't know nothing about business credit. Mm -hmm. I say, I don't know nothing about no pay that score. I don't know nothing about no tiers and all that. Break it down to me. How do I build a business credit score? What if I think business credit is like a FICO score? Like, I don't know nothing. Like, break it down to me. Got you. All right. So first of all, before you even start building business credit, because they like, how do I even start this? Yeah. Well, your first thing is going to be your foundation. So making sure that your business, that you have your business name, you have a legal entity, which is an LLC partnership corporation, whatever you may need. Um, you have a professional email, virtual address. I'd never suggest anyone to have their home address because this is publicized information. Yeah. So anything that is business related is uh, publicized, right? So I never suggest people have their home address. Um, mm -hmm. Also being able to get your DUNS number, mm -hmm. make sure you have your website, you know, professional imaging, mm -hmm. um, being verified on Google, right? So oh, getting- That's a good uh, one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Making sure that your business is credible. Yeah. Um, before you even start building this business credit. So get it yeah. on Google, Yahoo, Yelp, Bing, all of the, basically all the major 411 national directories being a part of that, right? So that's first and foremost. So I tell everybody, make sure your foundation is set first. So mm -hmm. after that, you're going to begin with your tier one account. So you have your tier one, tier twos, and tier three accounts. Mm -hmm. So you start with your tier one accounts, which is your net 30. So your vendor accounts. What, what does net 30 mean? I got you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so your bet thirties is going to be those um those vendor accounts. So basically, if you purchase something today, you do not have to pay for with a debit or credit card right then. You will make those purchases in thirty days, okay? Mm -hmm. But I never tell people to pay in thirty days because when it comes to business credit, your paying early matters the most, right? So we're going to pay it back in about twenty days, no more than twenty five days. If it's just a hit or miss is like, okay, I got to push it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Like don't surpass like 25 days. All right. So you yeah. start with those net 30 accounts. So that could be your call accounts, Granger, Crown Office Supplies, uh, the CEO Creative. So those would be like your vendor accounts. All right. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to move forward to our retail accounts. So Staples, Office Depot, uh, your Amazon pay by invoice. So you'll be doing that as well. Right. You don't move on to your next steps until you have at least three to five vendor accounts in each tier, okay? Mm -hmm. So we build it out in the first tier. Now we're ready to move on to tier two, okay? 
um, when you leave there, by the time a person goes to tier three, so your credit cards, different things of that nature, you should at least have about six to 10 vendor accounts already in place. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't know with, regarding like the fourth tier, but that's like your, uh, your vehicles, right? Your vehicles, your lines of credits, your loans, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. So by the time you get to step four, we should have about 10 to 12 accounts in place, right? So we should have pretty much a, a, a solid business credit profile built out by the time we're ready to get vehicles, get your Airbnbs, vending machines, all this great stuff. Um, as far as the time frame, because I know like people always ask like, well, how long yeah, does it yeah, take yeah. to do a good business That was credit? my next question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it takes about up to a year. For me, I feel like a year is a good point to be like, okay, I have about 10 to 12 vendor accounts, right? Now I'm ready to go ahead and get those credit cards, those major credit cards, or those no PG cards. And never forget about the few cards, because we're still getting few cards in the midst of this too, right? Um, and your Airbnbs, things of that nature. So for a solid, solidified business credit profile, I feel like a, a, a year is a really good standpoint in being able to move forward, right? So um, even if you can't make it a year, I will at least push it at least to about nine months. Okay. Um, you can get a lot done. If a person is really adamant and determined and have drive about themselves, then you can have a a, a solid, I feel like, business credit profile built in about nine months. Hmm. And you should be ready to get like a vehicle for sure. Or hmm. to, <laughs> to start like a tour road business or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Sounds good. So I don't even know about the tier four thing. I've no, I know tier three and everything. I didn't know tier four was a vehicle. So yeah, that's that's definitely good information. So I saw on your profile, I think uh look like you were on the news or something. Yeah, with um, so that is actually my trademark story. Yeah. Yep. Can we talk about that. How how did that opportunity come about? Honey, you missed it. God, I guess. <laughs> because okay, God. What's so, yeah, what's so funny even about that interview? Like I literally had not even launched the business yet. Oh so I was basically in the process of relaunching, and so I put everything on hold. And okay. I just started like the relaunch in September. So mm. the progress that people see from September to now, it literally just happened. Like I'm talking about from a thousand followers to like 23,000 followers mm -hmm. in no time. God. Okay. Don't ask me. But anyway, so Dana actually, uh, she's based out of Atlanta. And so she have done our trademark business for our LLG transportation consultant business. So okay. she did our trademark for that business. So she's kind of familiar with me. And gotcha. so she followed my page. And so she was like, huh. And she said it was a very hot topic, right? It was a very hot topic for business credit and nobody was really talking about it. So yeah. reached out to me, her team reached out to me. Uh, we got the interview set up and I mean, it was a good done deal for that. So mm. she's actually in the process of working on my trademark for this business um, as we speak. So oh, that's okay. how it really happened. So I guess we kind of had a connection in a sense, but the fact that I was still so new, like mm -hmm. I didn't even have half of the engagement I have, right? Like right. half, I mean like freaking <laughs> almost yeah. 85%, I didn't have half of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's why I knew I was like, okay, guy, I see what you're about to start doing, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's just really happened. She reached out, we made it happen, Captain, and that's where the interview came from. Okay, that's dope, congratulations. Thank you, thank that's you. Dope. That's, dope. that's dope. So why would you say people probably for people that don't succeed with business credit, what would you say is maybe like the main reason? Um, like a patience uh, thing, or is it just yeah, like, that too? <laughs> patience is definitely one of them, but importantly, yeah. the the lack of structure of their businesses. 
a lot of people, businesses are not set up properly. They are inconsistent. They're changing things. So they may change with IRS, but you're not changing with your bank account or your vendor accounts. So mm -hmm. as they're applying for different things, they're getting denied, right? Mm -hmm. And also personal credit is a major factor for that as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people's credit is just not intact right now. Mm -hmm. And so when you're trying to get these high-end credit cards and things like that, and they're doing potentially a soft pool or a hard pool, you're not meeting requirements, you yeah. know, because, and it's not so, it is about the personal credit side, but also the utilization is, is the most important part of, part of it, right? You got too much debt going on. Mm -hmm. So that kind of prevents people from um, moving forward. But you, you'll be surprised how many people are like literally not set up properly. Um, mm -hmm. They're not structured properly. They haven't followed the simple, you know, protocol. I have like a 10 step protocol that um, I tell my students to follow. Make sure you have these things in place and just being consistent um, on every application, being consistent. And whatever you put on one, you put on the next, right? That mm -hmm. you dot your I's and cross all of your T's because mm -hmm. it really does matter when it comes down to um, business credit. Okay, definitely. For the listeners, 10-step protocol, where can we get that? Um, so now, Is that strictly in your program or? Oh, no, 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 no. So it is a free, I actually have it as a free guide okay. right now. It's a free guide on my link tree. Um, so if you guys are on here, so my um, Instagram is EPA underscore financial. Mm -hmm. All right. So you go to my link in my bio for my link tree. It, it is, I think, the first or second link. So okay. it says 10 step guide and it is free 99. OK, oh, it's so the first, it's the first one right here. Free 10 yeah. step business. Card. Okay, yes, for that So they can download that, follow it to the T. And once you're able to do that, you're ready to start building business credit from that point. OK, cool. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Okay, misconceptions about business credit. Let's get into it. Yeah, <laughs> one of them is that you don't need a uh, personal credit, right? That's, that's, that's like from the 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 top thing is you don't have to have personal credit to build business credit. That's that's yeah. that's not true, especially in the beginning. I think that's probably like one of the top things is not you know you don't need personal credit to build business credit because you see that so much. Yeah, it's true to a certain extent, right? And it's always ways and strategies and things around certain things, right? But it that's doesn't always work that way for everybody. Yeah. Um, and you put, you know, certain things in certain people's hands, honey, they're going to go and mess it up. <laughs> it's not going to yeah. work. If that's they don't true. have a step-by-step, -step, like, like this is what you do from A to Z, it's it's just not going to work. So I think that's honestly, for me, it's like the most biggest misconception um, about um, not needing personal credit when you're first starting out, because mm -hmm. you really do. <laughs> it, it helps. It really helps to build to to move the process on a little bit faster for sure okay definitely let's say i'm a listener and i've tried to build business credit you know i've gotten a lot of information from different people mm -hmm. and i'm just kind of frustrated i don't know how to move forward what would what would your advice be for me so the first thing when i say to that when people are like all over the place is you need to book a consultation mm -hmm. you need to book a consultation with a um I don't call myself an expert or anything like that. Just someone that the way that I pick people is based upon um, personality, um, how your page is set up. I don't do a lot of flashy things. Um, if you can fact check a person to me, okay, all right. That person is somebody I, because I live by authenticness, right? Yeah. But if someone is just all over the place or confused, because a lot of people don't trust that, Right. So before I just try to dish out about an ebook or my course and things of that nature, people need to know that you're a real person. 
So gaining that confidence, right, to gain that trust for those individuals that always say, go ahead and book a consultation. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's understand where you are in your business. I get to know who the person is. Where are you? Have you started the process? If you have, where are you stuck at? So Mm -hmm. just really building that relationship. Once you start building that relationship with people, then now from this point forward, they have more confidence to know what direction they're going to move in next. Right. And so that's where I start. So if you just all over the place, if you're confused, start with booking a consultation uh, with anybody that you feel may be a good choice for you. Right. Book that consultation to me from that point. I, every time a person books, they like, OK, like I feel better about it. Like yeah. because mm-hmm. I'm a relatable person. You got to be able to rate, relate to people mm-hmm. and, you know, show you care about their situation. Mm-hmm. And it's not all about the dollar all the time, you know, mm-hmm. but making sure that they have that confidence and knowing that, okay, when I start building this business credit, I know for sure by the time this ends that I can at least have six and seven figures in funding. Mm-hmm. So just starting with your consultations is first and foremost. And then from that point, decide on what product or service is best for you. Okay. And if they want to book a consultation with you, it's linking your bio as well, right? Yes. They want to book a consultation. The link is in my bio. Also on the Instagram page as well. It has like book now. So you can literally just click that also and book a consultation strictly from there as well. Okay. Are there free consultation, paid consultation? Like what? what The consultations are paid. So when it comes to the business funding, um, because a lot of people don't know what to do. So those are more so like a free 30 minute consultation for the business funding. So what that means would be like working capital you know, a loan, things of that nature. But if it comes down to business credit, they are one hour via Zoom. So I have a one-on-one, one hour via Zoom with them. And we talk about it. So the consultations right as of now, as of this video, it's $60, okay? So not anything that breaks, like people book it like with no problems, right? Yeah, I don't no, want that's to be expensive or anything like that right now because I really want to, you know, dive deeper into their businesses and things like that. But the funding side is 30 minutes for free. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I want to talk about specifically uh, business funding, because a lot of times when we talk about business funding, people don't take into consideration that we could be talking about business credit cards. We could be talking right. about, you know, business lines of credit. Can we talk about, can we talk about that? Maybe mm-hmm. just, you know, your insight on that. Absolutely. Just give people more information. Yeah. I'm glad you asked that, Michael, because yeah. that is a, people do get it kind of mixed up, right? Yeah. So that's why I kind of correct it when I say when I say funding, I mean this and then the third, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So business funding can be a co- collection, right? It can be a combination of things. So it can be lines of credit, it can be loans, it can be grants, it can be credit cards, um, all of those sort of things, right? So it's a combination of these things. So when people are saying they have hundreds of thousands in funding, that means they have a co- a combination, um, especially when it comes to credit cards, right? So you can have $100,000 in credit lines alone from mm-hmm. a credit card. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, I try to correct when I say, okay, so funding can also be working capital as yeah. well. So I try to correct my wording when I say that. So when I'm saying like get extra money for your business sometimes, it can be working capital, which can be a line of credit installment loan revolving, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. right? But funding can be a you know, a combination of several different factors that makes up that amount in funding that you have to be able to leverage your business and invest in different things of that nature. So hopefully that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I definitely wanted to clarify that because I know yes. certain, even I've talked to certain clients too, they get right. confused as far as that. So 
Yeah, definitely. Is there a certain type of funding that you prefer as far as business? Like you prefer lines of credit, credit cards, you know? Oh, absolutely. I'm hands down all about credit cards, but they, okay. but 0%, okay? Yeah. I'm all about my 0% APR credit cards. So One month, 18 months, six months. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And so I think that's a beautiful thing, Michael, when it comes down to the credit card side is that in business, you for sure can get you some 0% APR credit cards, right? Mm -hmm. With American Express and Capital on Tap. And, I'm sorry, not Capital on Tap, uh, Capital One. Different mm -hmm. people like that. Even Chase and things like that, right? That goes from, like you said, 12 months, 18 months, and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, so I prefer definitely that <laughs> over anything. But ultimately, every business I personally feel should have a line of credit, right? Mm -hmm. So line of credit is ultimately my favorite out of everything. And the reason being, so a line of credit would be like a revolving loan. So a revolving loan would basically mean that if you have a $100,000 line of credit, you spend $25,000, right? You pay back that $25,000. You have a, now you still have a full line of credit of $100,000. So it just basically, you're able to just kind of recycle in a sense. You use the money, pay it back. You still have it at the same time. So those are my my favorite. Um, installment loans are great as well, but you know, once you use that money, you pay it back in your term. That's it. You got to start yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> right? You got to go get some more money. So my favorite are these 0% APR credit cards and lines of credit to hand down. Yeah, def uh, yeah definitely like lines of credit because, you know, use as you go, basically. Yes. If you're responsible, yes. you obviously want to be responsible with this. Yes. So, yeah, definitely. Yes. And the ones at the banks, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm all about, you know, a lot of people, Um, I just did a webinar and stuff last night and they was pretty shook by this. So, Okay. I think it's good for people to know that when you have, when you're doing alternative loans, online banking loans, right? Those type of loans um, with like Bluevine and Habitch and all of these different people that when you're paying it back, it can either be on a daily rate or a weekly rate when it comes to business. Okay. So a lot of people don't know that, but you're going to pay it back either on a daily or a weekly, Right. Ultimately, eventually, once you get into like the lines of credit, that comes when people have about two years in business, but you got to have like a healthy amount, like in funding, I'm sorry, in revenue, right? Mm -hmm. Monthly to be able to get like a line of credit on the business side. It's very possible, but you 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 got to show some, <laughs> you got to show some paperwork, right? Yeah, yeah. To get that. But um, I think that is a, a good thing for people to know that when you're seeking working capital, right, for whatever reason in your business, and you're you're choosing to do those alternative loans or those um, online lenders, that your payback is either going to be daily or weekly. It's mm -hmm. very rare. It's very rare that you will have a loan that you can pay back monthly from those lenders. Now, more so with the banks or credit union on that side, it may be so, you know, more so on a monthly side and less fees. So I think that is very important for people to understand that everybody can't get one with the banks or credit unions. So that's why they're there. But you need to know if you get that, that you may have to pay it back weekly or daily. Okay. Those are uh, Blue Vine, all them. Those are the ones with you have like bad credit, right? I think, or no? Uh, not really with bad credit. Cause I think like you don't have to have amazing credit, right? It could be like okay. a 620, 600, like depending upon that. Right. But though okay. they work a little bit more, like with, you know, businesses, small businesses and things like that. And your revenue maybe have to be about 10,000 a month. So it's not like grand, right? But they have them out there because again, everybody can't get one from the banks because yeah. of the years of tax returns and all this stuff. Um, so you may have to go that route. But to me, 
Honestly, Marcus, some people also still sleep on the fact that you can get a personal loan to use for business, right? So you sure. can still use personal and leverage that um, initially, right? And until you build up that report in your business to be able to now I can qualify for actual business funding, construction loan, like different things like that in your business. So you may have to go the personal side. And to me, ultimate why it's still important that you have a a, a good personal credit Mm -hmm. um score as well and your low utilization so you're able to utilize that if you just have to use it for business until you get your you know start generating cash flow within your business okay i got you okay yeah no that's definitely a good point about the different payouts if you can't go mm -hmm. through the bank so hopefully that's people right. are taking notes i hope so because uh, i gave me a lot of tea yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no nah, definitely you know that's, that's why we're doing this but um i want to talk about years of history let's say Let's say I'm impatient. I'm like, okay, I hear you got to have at least two years of history to get good funding. What's your opinion on me buying like an aged corp or something? Um, oh, who? Can you say what you? The age, the aged corporation. Oh, um, that's your impatient with that. Um, yeah, that's why I say either you could go through some sort of program potentially. Um, there's still other ways around it. So I would either go through some sort of program if you're just impatient about building business credit because everybody is. Yeah. It's just like literally like, oh my God, this is like detrimental. But it's really not. If you just be patient, you can really leverage it to a, a whole new level. But if you, you're just impatient with it, right? You can, to me, you can go through different resources to be able to assist you with whatever you're trying to do. Maybe you could do it a little bit faster. Or mm. again, I would just leverage my personal credit. Mm. Like, if I'm just impatient about it, okay, well, that's why your personal credit is very important, mm -hmm. right? So I would utilize that temporarily, right? Being able to do that, get it in my personal name or PG or whatever it may be, um, because this is how I need to start. But ultimately, once I build business credit and things like that, I would transition everything over into that, right? Strictly into the business from that point forward. But some people have to do what they have to do. Um, initially to, because you never know if you are missing a good opportunity, right? Yeah. So you don't want to miss something um, because of you're not there quite yet with building or just the impatience of it um, as well. So importantly, I would utilize resources that may can provide me something um, for little or nothing or for free or being able to just leverage the personal credit side. When you say resource, what do you mean? Like a company friend or what do you mean? Yeah, by absolutely. It could company friend, um, you know, crowdfunding investors or mm -hmm. any sort of programs that may be out there that specializes of what you're trying to actually do. So to me now, like in 2022, there's just too many other ways of getting into things where you yeah. may not have to utilize all of your money or no money at all, to be honest yeah. with you. Right. But we just got to do our research. It's just right. ultimate boils down to doing your research, seeing what all programs and things that are out there. You never know if you have a network opportunity to be able to partner with somebody. So just being able to use the tools and resources around you. And ultimately, if you can't do that, then you need to have a good personal credit score to leverage that. And you, you can move in that direction until you actually get to the point where you're ready to build business credit. OK, so ultimately, just don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Okay, got it. Got okay. it. <laughs> just don't be like you. We gotta okay. do something. You gotta just. <laughs> we gotta do something, y'all. Yeah. Like it's not gonna fall on that lap. Yeah. Okay. We gotta be able to do something, right? Yes. And and I promise you, just just you just start. You yeah. just start and see. God will do the rest for you. You, Amen. you just start because that's yeah. honestly very hard for people, Michael. So just even start to be honest with Definitely. you. Definitely. Yeah, so that's the biggest hurdle. 
everything else will fall in place. Okay, definitely. I like that. Okay, same same example. So I'm impatient. You know, I got my business I'm trying to form. I'm less than two years. But I also have terrible personal credit. Should I focus on the business credit building, getting, you know, aged uh, LLC? Or should I focus on building my personal, getting that right, getting the negatives removed? What should I do? Well, honey, because you're going to have to have patience in one or the other. <laughs> you're going to have to have patience in one or the other. Because yeah. honestly, ultimately, you got to have patience to start building business credit. Okay. Because it can be very tedious when you're first getting started, right? Yeah. Um, you know, everybody don't want to get the vendor accounts and all this stuff. And, you know, people are complaining that, oh, I don't need nothing from here. But we're not honestly understanding the end result of it all, right? You got to understand what's your end result of it all. So to me, I mean, either way it goes, it's kind of going to be some patience involved, if that makes sense. Because if we do, we're working on bad credit, right? Your bad yeah. credit Okay, if you're working with a uh, a person who has resolution, right? So I just call them credit resolution. I don't call them credit repair people mm -hmm. or specialists or whatever you want to consider them as. Um, so credit specialists, right? You're working with them. Um, that's going to take about probably about six months or so, right? Yeah, to, probably something like that. Yeah, it's going to take about almost six months to just even, first of all, the cleanup. You're doing a lot of cleanup first and foremost. Um, whether it's charge offs, uh, get rid of late payments, old addresses, all that great stuff. From that point forward, they're going to give you a, a, a plan to put in place. Oh, you need to follow this and then the third to get some of this debt down. Yeah. So that process, honestly, to me, can take about six to eight months. So knowing that you have about six to eight months on the business credit side, you could have a paydex score in three months, right? Or less. You can have a paydex score in three months or so. From that point forward, now you could potentially go ahead and start getting those no PG credit cards, mm -hmm. right? At least the no PG credit cards, because again, this is based uh, strictly, excuse me, off of your business. Yeah. It's not based off personal, mm -hmm. right? So that gives you some sort of leverage. To me, that gives you um, at least some sort of credit limit to work with, right? It gives you something to work with until your personal credit is intact. Mm -hmm. Right. So if I would have to choose one or the other, like I tell my um, most of my clients, I would start building a, the, the business credit as I'm working on my personal credit. Right. Because oh, you that's something interesting. Business. So you would do two, both of them at the same time. I would do both at the same time. Okay, I, I like tell them to work on go ahead and start building your business credit. Mm -hmm. Right. Go ahead and get a score. OK, mm -hmm. you get in a score and you're adding on to your portfolio. Right. In time, you can get a no PG card. As you're building and, and working on improving your personal credit score, once you get it to the point where you're reaching like that 680, okay, boom. Now you've built business credit already. You're ready for your major credit cards, mm. right? So it's kind of, you're building at the same time, but if something had to be one over the other, as far as a quicker route, business credit will be quicker than the personal credit side mm. to me. Mm-hmm. Because of just a time frame, you can do yeah. you, in six to eight months, you can have so much credit lines, right? A lot mm -hmm. of vendor accounts you can work with, um, your no PG cards, all this different stuff in about six to eight months already in place mm -hmm. as you're working on getting your personal credit in place, right? So that's how I kind of do that. Like that would make more sense to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Go that route. Okay. Yeah. And no, I, I like that. Cause I, I get asked that question sometimes too. And I say like, you could technically do both at the yeah. same time, but business credit is faster. Yes. absolutely, so, Much faster. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. 
So when it comes to building a business credit, you know, some people that don't know about the tiers and all that, they might just think everything is completely free. Which can mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, can we talk about that? Like, do people should people be aware that they might have to do a monthly spending or yeah. Very good question. So um, when when I tell people, because to me, you got mentally like prepare yourself when you start building business credit. Yeah. Because your vendor accounts, you have to be able to spend over $50 before taxes. That's first and foremost on each vendor, mm-hmm. right? So automatically, to me, that's going to be about $80 max, right? With the shipping or whatever that may be. So you take that. I tell people you need to set aside at least $200 to, uh, $250 to $300 per month to start building just for your vendor accounts to get a paid explore, mm-hmm. right? So you need to set aside about $250 to $300. That's going to get you about four vendor accounts, okay? But ultimately, it has to be understood that you can buy from vendors, but you can also set up accounts that are reoccurring, Right that you don't have to pay for every month. So you don't have to buy something, I mean, every month from those vendors. They can just be reoccurring from your account. So you're factoring those things plus what you're buying. That's why you need to set aside about $250 to $300. All right? And $300, I mean, if you want to push it, about $350, to be honest with you. But you you need to just at least, okay, go ahead and process your mind that you got to set aside $250 to $300, like automatically to start building business credit. Okay. And then from month four, if you can kind of have a little bit more leeway. So you get into your retail accounts and things of that nature, but at least you, by the time you get there, you have about six to eight accounts. So you should have a good score. You should Mm -hmm. be in the green. So when I say in the green, um, most like the Dunstan Bradstreet score, as well as the experience score ranges from zero to 100. All right. So zero to 100. So the higher the score, the lower the risk, the higher the score, the lower the risk. Uh, Equifax is go from 101 to 992. Yeah. Same concept, not the higher the score, the lower the risk will be. Okay. So just being able to have a diversified account when it comes to that, but setting aside that budget is super important that we budget before we even start to even thinking about building business credit. Right. So budget to me is super important as well as the structuring of the business. Those are like the top two for sure structuring and having a budget set aside so when you go into it you're not in a frantic and you're kind of knowing what you're dealing with Mm -hmm. okay definitely yeah and i think what's dope too going back to what we said about the zero percent interest cards you could technically do it for free if you got a zero percent interest card and then use that to for your 300 or whatever so now yeah, yeah. so that's what that I tell it. people to utilize yeah. your 0% APR cards, right? Yeah. Especially the ones that you can kind of carry a balance with because if it's yeah. charge card, you ain't gonna baby, you gotta pay that yeah. back the next month, yeah. okay? Yeah. But utilize your 0% um, APR cards, right? Also, a lot of people don't sleep on the business secured credit cards because first off, those is gonna help to increase your scores much faster, right? Mm-hmm. And also to um, improve your scores as well, mm-hmm. okay? So- I always push for the secured credit cards because they report for sure to the credit bureaus. So Mm -hmm. like all three credit bureaus, they report um, very faithfully to that, right? And so a lot of the secured cards that I personally have, I use those for my bills. I set up the bills because it's a strategy with it all, right? The secured credit cards, I know for sure they're reporting to the the all three credit bureaus. So I'm going to set up my bill to be recurring on those cards. And I know for sure it's being reported because my bills are being paid from it. Yeah. Right. So that's just going to be a constant rotation every month. I don't even have to worry about it. 
So if people get to the point where they potentially may cannot afford to constantly keep paying for all of these vendor accounts, get a secure credit card and just pay the bills with that and utilize the secure card because it's also reported. Mm -hmm. Got me? Yeah, definitely. So definitely, that, definitely. That's how I kind of like, that's how I win at the game, right? And keeping my okay. score very high. Um, it's just being able to utilize uh, the cards that actually is going to work in your favor or those vendor accounts that are reporting. Um, mm -hmm. I don't get any vendor accounts that does not report, that does nothing mm -hmm. for the business profile, right? So make sure when you're getting your vendor accounts that they are reporting to the credit mm -hmm. bureau. Okay, definitely. Yeah, no, that's a good point because I know some sometimes some people say like, oh, it's not reporting, mm -hmm. you know, this and the third. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely going to be intentional about that. Before right. we transition, we're about to transition into the last questions. But before we transition to the last questions, I just want to ask, Five years from now, where do you see yourself? Five years from now, where do I see myself? Oh my gosh. I hope, hopefully, like my ultimate goal is to be able to be a major speaker, right? Okay. Whether it's um regarding business credit or just financial literacy in general, um, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. So I would love to ultimately travel the world to speak, right? Mm -hmm. And speaking was not my thing, but I'm very passionate about this, obviously, as you probably yeah. can tell. Yeah. Um, so I'm very passionate about just financial literacy in general. So ultimately being able to just travel the world to speak mm -hmm. um, on major platforms about the importance of this, uh, because no matter how much we think people know, they just do not know. And yeah. people literally, especially when it comes to business credit, they're just finding out about this. I hear it every day, all day, like I didn't even know business credit was a thing, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but I understand that because just a couple of years ago, I was the same way. I didn't know what a virtual address is. I didn't know mm -hmm. none of this stuff was even out here. Yeah. Until I just started doing heavy research and I was like, oh, wow, this is a whole nother world. Mm -hmm. um, so just actually for me, just being able to travel the world to speak more about it and just living off my passive income. <laughs> being able to just have investment properties and different things of that nature um, as well. But ultimately, as far as just being able to spread, I feel like the gospel of financial liter literacy to everybody in the world, um, especially the communities that I'm, we're from and things like mm -hmm. that. Um, I know they don't know because we didn't grow up around these things. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's super important to know like those small communities, those small towns that people are from to be able to go back, to give back to those communities and things like that as well. So those children, the generations to come can be aware of what is, what, you know, what this is and what this looks like to be able to set a foundation in a um, structure up for their children to come as well. So I think that's super important. Okay, definitely dope. Do you do a lot of speaking now or no? No, not not yet, but it's I'm claiming it. <laughs> not, hey. not yet. Like people are starting to come now. It's like, okay, okay, you know, the platform is growing, my following base is growing and different things like that. So they're like, okay. So I know honestly, probably before the year's out, but starting next year, I feel like it's gonna be like doors are gonna like be busting down. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just living, learning, excuse me, to live in the the now, right? So just living yeah. in my now mm -hmm. and just trusting God's plan and his will for yeah, what yeah. is to happen. I think I'm going to be uh, for sure prepared for whatever he, he's going to have for me, but mm -hmm. he's preparing me right now. So I think he's fully preparing me for what he is about to do um, in my life. So Definitely. I'm just, I'm just being patient. That's all I can say. Just be patient and just wait yeah. to see what he got for you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. This yeah. is gonna be on YouTube too. So anybody is looking for engagements, you know, send them, send them this video. You know, you you're talking your stuff and you're good. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay, so we're gonna transition into like just the uh, last few questions. Absolutely. It's gonna be uh, like a quick lightning round, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh, no trick questions. No nothing. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So we want to know what do you do for fun when you're not, you know, going crazy with the business credit, speaking about all that. Like, what does Lashanta do for fun? Oh, listen, nothing. <laughs> Probably need to do a little bit more, but I like travel. So I like to travel when I can. Right. Right now, business is still so new and fresh, but I love to travel, um, read different things of that nature. Just go out like social. I don't do a lot of outings and things like that, but. Once I can, if I'm able to just get out and just socialize, you know, with friends, different things like that, catching up or doing a spa day or whatever case may be, then like, that's my thing, right? So okay. as I get older, like the simplicity of life is cool for me. I'm just, sure. you know, just the things that are pretty simple in life. But once I, if I can travel, that's definitely what I would do is like, just travel the world. Like that's ultimately like my dream is just to travel the world as much as possible before I leave here. So. Yeah. Okay, cool. What, what's your favorite place you've been to so far? Um, I've been to Cabo. Like, so far, I okay. haven't been to anything, like, super major. Like, and, okay. and so I guess that's what I want to be able to get to, right? To be gotcha. able to go to, um, like, internationally and different things like that. Um, oh, you mean, like, out of the country? Okay. Yeah, out of the okay. country. Um, But right now, honestly, the last, what, two or three, it's just really been in the hustle and the bustle of okay. building our businesses from the trucking business now into this business so it hasn't been a whole lot of leeway <laughs> but ultimately like the goal for next year and i just feel like it's good when you can incorporate business in your travels so yeah. doing what you love you're getting paid and it's a tax write-off like i just exactly. cannot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's such a win-win for me but um but ultimately like when i have my downtime and stuff i just like to continue like read and just like whatever that may be, whether it's financials or a relationship or just uh divine purpose, whatever that may be. Like I would love to just I need like five of me to read like five books okay. right now. <laughs> oh wow. what's 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 some of your reads right now? Let, let, um, the quadrant uh cash flow is one of my like top reads that I'm doing right now. I'm like okay. when it comes to like financial stuff. Okay, gotcha. So uh <laughs> That's what I'm kind of reading right now. And then okay. um, I'm also reading a book called Detour. Uh, just like when detours come in your life and different things like that, like how to handle that um, or just obstacles and things like that. So that's another like I kind of did and dad, but I'm trying to finish one. It's like we can never finish one book. <laughs> it's, it is. Please, Lord, when you go into places, yeah. OK, everybody like, oh, I got this book. And it's like, oh, now that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need like five of me. OK, to read. <laughs> <laughs> several different books and just bringing all the knowledge back to me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah. the next question what's your favorite financial resource if any mm. you can name a couple seems like you know, like a lot of things My favorite financial resource it could, be, it could be a book show podcast you know whatever uh, you know what uh as no, far as no, no. i won't even say like i love like eric thomas like he is one of my top motivators and different oh, no. things of that nature um i absolutely adore and love him um i don't have like a favorite podcast i just kind of am open like i'm an open-minded you know, person favorite podcast? no cat pot on this one <laughs> go ahead uh, right yours okay period yours <laughs> but i am honestly um like i'm like an open book so if i see like it's really really good and it captures my attention and 
Um, I, I'm open to that, right? So I don't have like yeah. a favorite podcast right. or any of that type of stuff. But Eric Thomas is like a person that I really love to enjoy to listen to. Like, I just love his open-mindedness and things of that nature. And obviously he's a motivational speaker and stuff as yeah. well. So that's like really, really dope to me. And so I just, I follow anything uh, like business finders, uh, Forbes, like I'm, that's all I follow. Like, I don't follow a lot of mess and stuff. I just yeah. follow things that can keep me inspired or can give me um, insight of things that I may or may not know. Um, yeah. Now that I'm getting more into real estate and things like that. So I'm kind of dipping and dabbing into those things. So I just really follow what my heart places me at. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, this is some really good gems right here. I need to mm -hmm. like tap into this a little bit more, but I cannot define or name like a favorite because okay. it's so many podcasts. Like it's so mm -hmm. many podcasts. Yeah. And uh, things like that and it's even on YouTube and stuff so, like if I come across a good person that I'm like oh this is really great information That's like true. I'm gonna stick beside them <laughs> like you know for sure unless they just prove me differently so gotcha, gotcha. I don't have favorites I don't okay, got gotcha. color I don't got gotcha. <laughs> I like all colors of life like I'm yeah. just honestly an open book to be honest with you I'm just open like that so Okay, cool. I like the Eric Thomas answer too, because um I got certified through his I don't know if you know the extreme execution program. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You, you know about it? Yeah, you got uh, certified? Yeah, I got certified. Oh, I love that. Yeah. He's coming to um I think it's it's a January. He's gonna be in Houston. Is it Houston, I think? Oh, I don't know. I haven't even been. Yeah, I think it's I got certified like uh I don't know if it was last year or maybe the year before. You know, yeah, the risk assessment all that. Yeah. I in person before he was even super well known. I oh, met wow. him in person at the bank that I, the credit union I used to work. They bought him oh, out. Wow. Oh, yeah, wow. before he was like super well because he went to uh one of the colleges in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. Right, he went to one of the colleges there, so he came and spoke and all that great stuff. And I got his like very first book and. Yeah, oh, so I've been on him for a long oh, time, dope. and he just got just super paid. Let Let's start there, <laughs> but he's very motivational. Like, yeah, like he can he can tear up a room, and that's that's a beautiful thing, you know. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Our last question of the quick round or whatever you want to call it: If you could change one thing about the black community when it comes to you know finances, business credit, <laughs> you made a reaction. What would it be and why? Um, honestly, I would just. If we can shift our mindset, okay, right, just the mindset of our thinking, right? Um, yeah. we don't think very highly, honestly, of ourselves. We don't think we're capable. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't think we are. Um, that we are positioned enough to do anything. So we just, I always try to just make sure people understand that our mindset is everything. Like, yeah, you're, the way you think, the way you process things. Uh, the way you view things, we got to look at it from, we, we get so caught up sometimes and because again, like you said, kind of in a sense of laziness, it's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to, why do I have to do this? It's a lot of the why's, but can you do it? Like, can you just make it happen type of situation? So just shifting the mindset um, of the minds and understanding the end result. I think mm -hmm. it's so important that we understand the end result of what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. You got to build, you got to start with your vendor accounts to build, right? you got to do that. Like you got to purchase some things that you may not want to be able to do, but guess what that's going to do for me? That's going to open up more doors. It's going to give me leverage, yeah. right? To be able to uh, ultimately get into passive income, which is going to help you to create generational wealth. 
So we start thinking, you know, more positive and stop thinking about the the why, 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 and just do, 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 mm. then we'll be a little bit, you know, we'll be a little bit better. We'll be a little bit sharper, you know, and things of that nature. And the world won't seem so, but you'll be able to condense things down a bit more because we just have a, a fuller understanding of just life in general, mm-hmm. right? So just shifting the mindset, shifting the mm-hmm. mindset and, and thinking more positive and steering away from the negativity and the distractions and things of that nature of life. Okay, that was a, that was a good answer. Good answer. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So um, at this point, I'd just like to ask, is there a certain question that people don't ask you that you would want to be asked? Like, you're like, damn, I wish, you know, People ask me about this. I don't know how many interviews you'd be doing, but. No, honestly, like everything I thought you probably would ask me, like it has been really good. So I don't think it's been nothing like, "Mm, I wish they would have asked me about this, right? Because I don't mind like sharing whatever, right? That's why I just spill it because it needs to be known, you know, but there's nothing that I can say that doing interviews that I was like, dang, why didn't you ask me about this? Like, Okay. Y'all want to know married? Y'all want to know? <laughs> <Just play. laughs> okay. So I did, I did my job, basically. You did your job. I did my job. I, did your job. I absolutely enjoyed this. I loved it. I think um, with this information, it's a good starting point. You know, they they should know what to do, how to start yeah. at least. Or if you're just even lost, <clears throat> excuse me, in direction, you can always book a consultation, right? So Definitely. I think every... You you hit the the ham on the nail. That's what old people say. <laughs> one more one more question I got. So can you give us just maybe one more final credit, business credit, gem, crystal, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want people to take from the podcast episode, however you interpret. Absolutely. That. So like a major gem that people just really don't know about, right? Is when it comes to um these high end credit cards. So if you're a person like me, I'm always curious, especially if I'm building on something and I feel like I'm not quite getting there. Um, I remember when I was to the point, I was like, okay, like I know Brittany have not had a business, but for like less than one year, right? Mm-hmm. You don't got no income in your business or barely any income, but you have very high end credit cards, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Which I, you know, me being smart, I understand, okay, credit probably was a part of it, but what else is potentially missing um, from that? And that just comes down to the projected income. Mm-hmm. Like literally that's all people are able to do is put projected income. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like making your profile look good, mm-hmm. especially because of all, a lot of us are doing applications and things like that online, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not having a lot of human interaction. So you mm-hmm. may get instant approvals, you may not. And mm-hmm. even if you don't, um, kind of like when I got my American Express card, I got approved. I didn't even know how much I was approved for. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to get a $25,000 American Express card less than one year in business, but I have good credit though, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have any revenue really coming to my business at all, mm-hmm. but I got $25,000. Mm-hmm. So it's strategy to mm-hmm. any of this stuff. And that's what people got to know and understand is strategies, is hacks, it's different ways around it. So you're able to capitalize on these high credit limits um, from different, uh, you know, lenders, right? So just being able to understand that it's, it's about your projected income. So they can't tell you what you project for your business to look like yeah. or you project mm-hmm. for your business to be. Um, and that's why it's so important for our um, business plans, right? Our pitch decks and grant proposals and all these great things that we need to have in place 
So if you ever have to have something submitted, you can say, hey, this is what I, this is exactly what I said I was going to project for, uh, project for my business. Yeah. And this is what I put, right? So just being able to put that projected income, that's how you're able to get high. And in, 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 if that's the case, right, we got to make it make sense. So if we got about two or three people in there, you can possibly make $150,000 to $250,000 in a business. That's very possible. Sure. And also we're in business three years, four years, five years, right? Okay, I'm just throwing some stuff out there. Okay, mm -hmm. so you hope you're catching it type of situation. But um, yeah. but that's 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 what it is, right? So that that's it. And so based upon that, and especially with your your personal credit, if you've got good personal credit and you you kind of go on that route, I don't see why you can't get between ten to twenty five thousand dollars in credit like mm -hmm. instantly from one card. Mm -hmm. So. Hope that was a good gym for people. <laughs> appreciate you. Appreciate you, Lashanta. Appreciate your time. Can you let the people know where uh, they can find you? Absolutely. So make sure you guys follow me on Facebook at Every Penny Accounts Financial. Instagram will be EPA underscore financial. And our website is www.epafinancialsolutions.com. Good. There y'all have it. With that being said, y'all have a blessed one. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you got beneficial information, shout us out on social media. Uh, send us a review. You know, let us know. Hopefully everything's good with you. If you have not got the free CAP credit literacy course, go ahead and text the word course to 914-353-4741. Again, that is 914-353-4741. You've listened to the episode. If you haven't gotten the free course, now it's time to take action. Y'all have a blessed one.